0: One, 1, 2, two 3, four. Four. And now, and now. Boston.
1: Hey! You're part of it. Boston. Boston. Oh. Boston.
2: angel
3: wood oh hey you came to the right place hello how are you my name is angel wood this is rock and roll music from your town and the town next to that and very possibly the town next to that one i always tell you this i think oh i don't have enough for a show i don't have enough music for a show that's always a lie because i always run out of room so i will jam-pack this show with what has come in some things might not fit i'll save it for another week keep in touch boston emissions is sponsored by coleman rogers photography online at coleman go and see what shows coleman has been covering for the last several weeks all there it is a very big weekend coming up for live music in and around the city memorial day weekend is stacked i mean it we will talk a lot about that. Alright, new music. Diablo Gato. Henry McIntyre, Autumn Hollow, Butter Jill McCracken, Girly night Spell. X Hyena. We'll do something from the Chelsea Curve. Do you want a sweetheart? Getting the band back together. I'll tell you about that. Officer X, a very classic Boston rock and roll threefer. Boston calling is Memorial Day weekend Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's a massively successful festival for our city. There are a number of, I'll call them homegrown artists on the bill, some of whom will make it onto the show today. All right, let's open the show. The rock and roll bands who will open the Tivoli Audio Orange stage on Friday, May 27th at Boston Calling. It is the brand new one from the Chelsea Curve, Nothing Going On, which seems like a misnomer because they really do. Have quite a lot going on. It's Boston emissions.
1: All the times we were looking for something, but there's nothing going on around here. Undiscovered, undercovered, but the stuff is going on around here. Looking for
4: A letter to anyone who thinks that they know better to any girl who thinks that i won't get her if she's rough with you there's nothing that i'd rather do than
3: And emissions. hey. T1 to Sweetheart, getting the band back together. That is 7, the 2022 version. The original came out about 10 years ago. So T1 to Sweetheart plans their reunion show with Razors in the Night for January. And well, we know how that went. So it's been moved to Saturday night, Memorial Day weekend, this Saturday night. Razors in the Night, T1 to Sweetheart, along with... Sky Tigers. That happens at Sonia in Central Square, Cambridge. We heard something new from Diablo Gato. She just wants to rock and roll. Of course she does. That's off old ghost Diablo Gato, their party at the porch Saturday night, May 28th. Hot rods, rock and roll, soul food, booze. So it's Jittery Jack, Diablo Gato, the dogmatics, duck and cover, all ages show. In Chelsea Curve at the top, they play Boston Calling, Civilly Audio Orange Stage on Friday night, May 27th. Yeah, so you thought you had nothing to do, huh? It just wouldn't be right not to play Razors in the Night. This is Carry On, it's Boston Emissions. <laughs> in uh, i laugh not at officer x because clearly i like them because i play them and i invited them to be in the rumble a couple years ago i laugh because when i hear rodvin Stoley sing i think about when i saw him out at um where were we the Burren last weekend and we were singing Dawkins songs and that's for a special kind of rock and roll fan if you love 80s hair metal, you fit right in. Officer X Moon Man, brand new. The band has mm, sort of changed things up. The name's a little bit different. The lineup's a little bit different. There's a brand new video for Moonman. I posted it at Boston Admissions. Please go and enjoy. Jesus Stomach, that is the first single I remember getting from Jesus back in the way, way back. Oh, I don't know. 2015 or 16, I would guess. They were in the 2017 Rock and Roll Rumble finalists. They're, uh, they're a great life band, man. So good. I know they've been on a bit of a hiatus as of late. Captain Ken, fishing on Plum Island. I see you. Jesus, part of the Mike Oliver Memorial Show. It's Sunday night, the 29th. Mike passed away in early December. He was such a huge fan of the music community and loved by so many people. So it's no surprise that they got these bands together. Gozu Watts, Worshipper, Jesus, Keshi Ramos, who I'm not familiar with, but it all happens Sunday night at Sonya in Central Square. I don't know why I call it Sonya. I don't, I don't know why I overemphasize that. Like, Hip. I am just the messenger. This is brand new from Henry McIntyre. It's Frank. It's Boston Emissions. It's getting over with embedding out the lost in the fog.
5: Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. Guess I am found myself stuck on two tracks. Hanging on my pleasantries and bullshit and smiles. No, it's not bright, but I cannot buy if this is it. to be questioning now I guess it is I just don't know how I'm guessing I was thinking that I should know myself better by- Such a one blind Holding on to all these things That have to come leave You're questioning me But you cannot see The way we live and breathe At the end of the line My father says it's normal To be changing now I guess it is I just don't know how I'm guessing I was thinking I should know myself. better buy- to try
3: Missions brand new from Butter Knife. All My Life from Staring at the Ceiling, their brand new release. Autumn Hollow did Rooting for Laundry, their new single out Friday, May. No, wait a minute. What's May 25th? Wednesday. Good thing I have a calendar in my studio. I wouldn't know what was going on. That comes off their new EP, Throw the House. Throw the House. Hmm. I'm just envisioning that. Throw the house. Is it a poker thing? Which I know absolutely nothing about. The EP is at June 17th and they're doing a release show on September 8th at the Burren in Somerville. Henry McIntyre, Frank, he is the long lost emo beetle. Okay, I appreciate that. New video, also up at bostonemissions.com. If you ride the red line. It may seem familiar to you. Or if you have a small child, I will let you figure out what that means. All right, coming up, we will do the Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. Find out how that's shaken out. This is brand new from Jill McCracken. Help me, hold me, heal me. It's Boston Emissions.
6: Shit, on, shit, on, shit, on, shit.
3: in emissions. Brand new from X Hyena. It's Fractured. They set a release date for their next record. Moon Reflections. June 24th. You can get it everywhere. We heard from the new dream pop artist. I will call them girly. New Tide. That single set to be released on June 3rd. I like it. Night Spell did Phone Booth, their brand new one. And Jill McCracken. Help me Hold Me, Heal Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. No, I'm just adding to the title and changing it into a Cure album. Jill McGracken, Help Me, Hold Me, Heal Me. All right, I've been talking about how Memorial Day weekend is stacked with shows. It's pretty incredible. So you have a lot to choose from. I have a lot of things going on this weekend, so I don't know what show I'm going to make it to. But I'll sure try. Saturday night at the all-new Roadrunner in Brighton. It's the channel's 42nd anniversary all-star review. Now get a load of this lineup. The Del Fuego's, they haven't played a show together since the last reunion in 2011 at the Paradise. I was at that show. Let me grab the flyer. Hang on. Featuring the Del Fuegos, Nervous Eaters, plus All-Star Review featuring Barents Whitfield, Charlie Farron, Fred Pinot, Rick Berlin, and more. That and more. That and more has potential to be bananas. I don't know. I have no intel on who the and more might be. I have some guesses. I mean, I've been around long enough to figure who might show up. So yes, it's the channel's 42nd anniversary celebration. What a collection of some of the long-timers of Boston rock. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say old-timers because that seems disrespectful. These are people who have been playing music for decades. I will say this. I went to the channel all of one time. I was very young. And well, the Del Fuego's, they are by far one of the most beloved classic bands to come out of the city. Remember the beer commercial? (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I, I will talk more about that. And the beer commercial is posted at bostonadmissions.com if you don't know what I mean. So let's do a threefer from the Del Fuego's, from the Boston Mass record. We're going back to 1985. It's Don't Run Wild, it's Boston Emissions. Mm-hmm.
7: Emissions with Angel Wood. Doing it too and getting right through you if it's in you, it's got to come out, cause that's what rock and roll and your missions is all about.
3: Boston Emissions, The Del Fuego's, a three-four. Coupe de Ville, I Still Want You, Don't Run Wild, from Boston Mass, their second record on Slash. I mean, they were big time. I remember hearing them on WBCN when I was a kid. I remember seeing their videos. There was MTV. Yeah, that existed. I didn't have it. I mean, all of my rich friends had MTV that I hung out with as often as I could. But there was also V66, which was amazing.
6: Experience the difference. Boston Rock Video V66 in stereo.
3: It was incredible to see all those videos. You could just sit in your living room. You know, I could sit in my room in the morning if I was getting ready to go to school. And, you know, I could see uh, extreme videos. (laughs) They played extreme. Mother, don't want to go to school today. I remember uh, Del Fuego's. I remember... Uh, face to face 1098. Um, oh, a lot of prints. Raspberry Beret. I remember seeing that video on a lot. It was, it was just totally awesome, but it was short lived. I think V66 lasted all of a year. It was bought out by the Home Shopping Network. And there is, you'll be happy to know, a documentary. You can go to lifeonthev.com and I posted. Uh, a trailer that I stole that audio that I just played that little, that little clip I played. Yeah. I, I actually want to watch the documentary again. this a little slice of Boston music history that I love so much. Everything up at Bostonemissions.com. In lieu of this week's interview segment, the Boston admissions, as it were, we're going to revisit my conversation with bird language and celebration of 625 days. Hi everyone.
7: Hi. Hello.
3: It's been a long fucking time.
7: It's been it's been a while.
3: <laughs> it's been a while. Hey, Angel. I have a bunch of questions which I may or may not get to. It's really just about having a conversation.
0: <laughs>
3: so the only person, Andrew, Mike, I know I see you're trying to get away with Jeff there. So Jeff. Um <laughs> uh, uh, Pat and, and Neil, you are the only one that I don't know in broad language. Hello. So you're the you get the first question. All right, let's go. Do you own a bird?
8: I do not own a bird.
3: If no. you had a bird, what kind of bird would you own?
8: I always thought the little finches are really cute, those like little little small ones. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
3: probably know how do. to take care of a bird. That's probably why I, I don't have one. It's um like a 60 year commitment. It's like more worse than marriage.
8: It, it <laughs> could be, yeah. If, if anything could be worse, yeah.
3: <laughs> so you're married? not no oh okay
9: Kim <laughs> is married to the music
3: let's talk about bird language you were sort of reintroducing yourself to the general public after i don't want to say a, hi- a hiatus you were never really recording regularly and playing out regularly you had a couple of demos back in about i don't know 2015 am i right
0: mm-hmm.
3: i remember playing jeanette over and over again and it was like you have one song when are you gonna make more <laughs> you named your debut record is that the start to finish time that it took to make this record?
9: 625 days. Yeah, that, that was, um, Pat, right. came up with, Pat and Chip came up with it. And it was literally the day that we walked in from the time that the master was finished was 625 days. And it was all, it was literally from the beginning of the pandemic to the end. Contemporary pandemic conditions when we finished it, so.
3: How many songs total and will the demos make it on this?
10: It's nine songs total, and the original demos you had from twenty fifteen. Uh, we redid one of those songs that were on there, but no, the other Jeanette is still just in that form.
9: Too soon from the demos is is featured on the album.
3: Mm-hmm. Can you remember the last time you played live?
9: Nash can. <laughs> <laughs> um,
7: we did. I, 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 know. I remember. Lizard,
8: Lizard Lounge is that the last
7: one? Yeah, we played Dan Nicklin's, uh thing at the Lizard Lounge, January twenty twenty. Mm-hmm
6: that's the last time we played i'm gonna say january 19th look Mm -hmm. it up
9: we were heating up right when the world closed down let's put it that way well we played uh we played
6: neil's backyard in my backyard i guess do those count
9: (laughs) of
3: course they count that's (laughs) the only way we saw shows for for much of 2020 and into 2021 i forget we're in 22 already and yeah i've lost more than a year
8: the fact that we had the pandemic though it allowed us to make the album like probably 20 times better than it would have been like I think we would have settled more quickly had we you know just got it done in a chunk and you know this we were kind of forced out of the studio and and having going back like piecemeal and we just it ended up being like I think like way better than it than it would have been had we just like taken it in one in one chunk we had more time to like I got a new guitar like we got you know we just had more time for experimenting you know and stuff so to know it for the best, you know, with a bad situation.
3: Do you feel like because you were you were separately recording that you got to pick it apart a little bit more? That could be good and bad, though.
9: Well, well it, it was a process, Angela, because we didn't know when this thing was going to end. So think about that. The you know the you're you're, you're walking towards the horizon, thinking that you're eventually going to get somewhere, but over the course of two years, that horizon still just is unreachable. So I think um, initially <laughs> we thought we were going to be kind of wrapping this up in, you know, a typical six, seven, eight sessions. Chip, do you happen to remember how many actual sessions it took for us to finish this thing, at least in terms of cutting and recording?
10: I did at least four vocal sessions. Yeah, um, we're, we're around 13 or 14 days of, ses- of sessions.
9: Four or five myself, so...
10: Yeah, but, but it, that sounds about and, right,
9: Mike. Angela, you're right, like, you know, in terms of picking it apart, but at the same time, we learned our parts... We we learned to play our parts and uh, orchestrate uh, more, much more appropriately. Being able to go in solo, but the challenge was we, there was zero feedback from each other through the, through the entire process. Yeah. So, in a normal conditions situation where you have your, your pals right there, and you know what it's like, you're getting heckled, which is good. <laughs> it's good to get out there. Or yeah. you're getting kind of that kind of a pump up, do it, you know, especially for a guitar solo or for whatever or for a vocal take. That wasn't there. And you know, Ethan Dussault was our was our engineer. Ethan's a great engineer, but he's he's more of kind of a quiet, kind of cerebral guy. So everything that came out of this record was essentially on the individual's shoulders to communicate what they really wanted to. And it took a long time to get there. But like Neil said, it was absolutely worth it.
3: Pat, are you the newest member? Yep. You were the sort of heir apparent to the bass playing duties, despite the fact that you've been friends with most of these guys for a long time. How did that, how did that happen for you to actually seal the deal and join the band?
6: I was out to dinner with Doherty one night. I was feeling the fact that I hadn't been playing any music, you know, and and uh, it was kind of affecting my life. And he was like, well, we need a bass player. You want to come try out? And I think I tried out for like seven or eight months. Right. <laughs> until they finally were like, Hey, do you want to be in this band? It's a long process, Matt. Sorry. It was, it was a good experience, you know, like, because I I kind of came into this like group of awesome dudes and like the songs were already written for them. A lot of the songs were written for the most part. And they were like, this is the baseline. And uh, you know, I I actually had just been playing in cover bands. So it was kind of like I was covering our own music for, for a little bit, you know? And then when we started writing new tunes, especially for this record, that's when I could, put a little bit of my flavor on some of the stuff. So
7: the cool thing is that when we were able to get back together into the practice space, um, you know, we had all these old songs that we made the record with, but, you know, we've written like six or seven new songs uh, in a pretty short period of time once we started practicing again. And, you know, we're looking to get back into the studio again.
3: So you already Sorry. have another record's worth. Yeah, we're
9: ready.
10: we're ready to go a little little more tightening up but yeah the new songs sound really good obviously we're very proud of 625 days and yeah i'm more excited it like it kind of like having the record be done was like kind of putting the pedal to the floor and like now we can now we can really go because you know shows are coming back and you know people are kind of going back into seeing live music and as you said earlier you know those outdoor shows and being able to the porch fest type of events and things were always great but you know we love being inside of clubs and we love playing for people. So it's, it's It's exciting to have the record come and do that, and then just have momentum to go back into a studio soon and put out more. It's it's really fun.
3: Let's talk about what is on the horizon. I know March twentieth, you're playing in Davis Square at Rockwell with a couple of bands I'm also really familiar with. Little Fuss is a band that I've been playing on Boston Emissions a lot, and Addie's Son, who is a really incredible songwriter, great live performer. How did that that come together and uh, what do you you got planned? What do you got up your sleeves?
10: Well, the show came together because Adi hit us up. She's awesome. We've known her for years and she was excited. She knew the record was coming out and I feel like, you know, was like as a friend was like, let me get it. I have a show coming up. You guys got a record coming out. Let's do this show. Big fans of everything. Adi, pretty much some of the best music that's come out of Boston. I feel personally in a while. So I'm excited for the show.
3: Say, I haven't been to Rockwell in a really long time. It's a cool little venue and I'm all for having having small rooms in Boston. So anything that's viable to put on a good rock show, I'm, I'm all for it. I think the city needs that. You know, there's only so many Roadrunners and this isn't a knock on Roadrunner because I'll go see shows at Roadrunner, no problem. But we don't need, you know, seven more 3,000 cap rooms. It'd be really great if we had some 200 cap yeah. rooms. Let's talk about the brand new song apoplectic it's yes more expansive than the the other stuff that i've heard from you and i guess that comes with time it comes with uh working together more closely and knowing each other as players doesn't hurt to have chip on vocals
6: so sweet such a sweet man
3: (laughs) so tell me what what is your definition of apoplectic in terms of this song
7: you know i was thinking that it was um it's kind of like about high expectations for a night out on the town and then Mm -hmm. things not going as planned or things kind of like heading in the wrong direction and then just trying to figure out what, what went wrong. So that's kind of the general idea. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's got those like breakdown parts where you can kind of feel there's a little bit of chaos happening from the nice melody to, to start with. This is really the first song that we've released. Um, our, our first song with when we had the pianos added in, but before in the other demos, we didn't have piano or keyboard. So um, I think this is one of the first songs we wrote actually with the piano sound. Mm-hmm. So that adds a whole another level to it and um, kind of uh, changed the shape of the sound, you know, with the other tunes as well.
3: So you're doing all the heavy lifting you're singing, playing keys and piano, just, just all me. you man,
7: Jeff, the president, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's another, um, uh, that's another positive thing that if you want to talk about any positive things that came over the past two years is that I, uh, I feel like I got a lot better at playing the piano. I had a lot of time to practice in my house here.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Who are you listening to lately? Because we've certainly had a lot of downtime. I will ask you what you've watched over the course of pandemic, but um, are there a couple of, a couple of bands or artists that come to mind that you've been digging? that have that have maybe contributed to how you're working out the sound of the band.
9: a lot of different stuff. Nash listens to a whole different catalog mm-hmm. than the other four. I actually Nash and I probably have more in common in terms of some of our appreciation for African music, but Neil and chip kind of wrote this one in terms of like the melodic structure. so Neil, maybe you can chime in on what your influence was.
8: I was thinking back actually, and i I feel like that. There's that, you know, that song, and then there's um, Clear Head, which is on the album, which will probably be a single, and then uh, Cassie. We wrote them all all three, and I think um, at the time, like, we didn't – I think we were without a bass player, I think, when we started those-ish. And so, you know, key, you know it was more, like, condensed where I would go in there with, with Chip, and I'd got a new amp that I was really excited about that had, like, some really cool chorus, so it was, like – you know, more than like influenced by any particular thing, it was more just inspired by like creating, creating like a dreamy sort of space where you're like, you're not like, you know, I mean, you know, I've been in hardcore bands and metal bands and stuff, like, but, but trying to do something a little different where you're not like, not every part is like bashing someone over the head. It's like, no, you're trying to create, create an environment of that to puts you in a, in a different space. So, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I like, I listen to a lot of kind of stuff like that, but, the, um, at the time, yeah, I mean, um, certainly like indie rock and like, you know, 70s, like, you know, soft rock kind of vibe. I mean, there's just a lot mm-hmm. of like, cool things you can pick from that kind of stuff without copying it completely, like just vibes, you know, mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, here's this random song I heard on whatever, the Yacht Rock station, but like, that's a cool <laughs> sound, like, so kind of just reinterpreting those things, you know, and making it like a little more, a little more exciting, a little more lively and, interestingly with the pandemic i feel like there was like not a ton of releases i almost feel like people were waiting Mm
10: -hmm. until it
8: was done and holding things holding some things back as far as like new new music but but that was sort of like you know just a condensed bunch of songs that like you know we kind of encourage chip to get on the keys and incorporate that you know because he's a really talented dude and why not why not take advantage of that and so that was like kind of the inspiration there like um was that like after the summer that we saw Radiohead chip and we were just like, so like,
7: you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a very,
8: <laughs> I think, I don't know if the, t- if the timing is right in my head, but I think we were just like really like into um, just into music and inspired and just kind of hammered out some songs that we, that, you know, ended up really excited about. And then of course, like these other guys are really talented and added like all the stuff that makes the songs great and chips, you know, lyrics and all that stuff. So.
3: You touched on something that I think is really important to all of this for, well, for a lot of us is that you still found inspiration during all of this. There was so much uncertainty for all of us. And I'd like to think that we're, we're getting through to the other side of it now. I don't want to jinx us because I'd love to see shows and have people continue to make music. And, you know, one day I will see you in person. That'll probably be the 20th but i feel like it's been sort of a split between creative people i think that there's a fair amount of people that we know and love who are like i don't i'm i don't want to do anything and then there's you know people like like you who were like i'm going to take this time to sort of reinvent some of my ideas and i feel like that's kind of what that's one of maybe the transitions that bird language has gone through for me because i certainly remember you guys back a handful of years ago when you were getting started and kind of kind of sketching things out to what the band may be later. I feel like that inspiration is is maybe that quietness that we were forced into has been able to spring forth some of these new great great ideas for whatever is to come next. I know personally that's what happened for me.
7: We, we you know we went to the studio March 13th, 2020. I think it was the 13th. We had 4 days booked and then that's everything in. stopped. So It's like kind of we have to finish what we started, right? So if we didn't get it started, though,
6: we might not be where
7: we are right now, actually. Right.
6: Starting a record that weekend was like already things were buzzing around us, you know, and we 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 don't know what's going to happen. And then like we kind of got through our scratch tracks and normally you could like fix those and then go back in and do more stuff later. We couldn't fix them. So like we had to live with that we had to live with our mistakes for like, you know, for, for a year, really. Like if we were, if we were listening to like, there was so many spots where I was just like, I don't want anyone to hear this, you know? And then I, I Neil bought a new guitar. I bought a new bass. Like everyone kind of like went and did their thing. And I mm-hmm. listened to a lot of Paul McCartney and wings and, you know, yeah. and like came back with fresh ideas for the, to polish it up. And so in a way, I guess that was kind of a blessing, right? that we that we had to do that
9: also there was some kind of like you know fuck it mentality yeah. as well yeah. yeah it's like this may never actually see the light of day so fuck it there's, there's some there i think on um if you listen to the album when it comes out there are going to be some tracks that have extended noise outtakes after you know these songs and they actually in one case it runs into the next song and i think in, in one of those or two of those situations there's probably like 12 guitars. That would not have happened normally because that's not what our language is, is known for, right? We're kind of known for like washy guitars and chimey bell, bell-shaped tones. Mm-hmm. But a lot of stuff on there that's kind of like, might as well just have fun with this because who the hell knows? And that was liberating. And, you know, and Ethan was all about it. And we had no idea that when it came time to mix that any of those takes were even there because time is long, right? You forget right. what you did on take. Right. So... So, like, you know, months later, when you finally get to a uh, a mixing session and you're like, oh my God, there's all this stuff in there, and it's all really cool.
3: The missions new music. It's Joel Jerome Fading Light. He comes to us by way of Maine. The forest effect did mosaic tiles and bird language apoplectic from their 625 days record. It is out now everywhere. Congratulations. I wonder how many more days they added on to that total since they recorded it. It's like Price is Right. Mm, 765. All right, thank you for listening to Boston Emissions. My name is Angel Wood. I've been hosting this show for, mm, I gotta do some math, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 14 years this year. What? Boston Emissions started on the legendary WBCN back in the 80s. I'm not exactly sure when, but Carter Allen wrote in his book about the radio station that it was 1987. So I'm going with that. I took over the show in 2008. There were various hosts throughout, and here I am. And you can hear the show on Sundays, 3 p.m. on Uncertain FM, and I am surrounded by great people from my days at WFNX and also from BCN, people like Mike Joshua and Mark Hamilton, and Greg Weimer, and TJ Connolly, and Dwayne Bruce. I mean, come on. That in and of itself is enough for you to stop what you're doing and listen to Uncertain FM. You can support Uncertain FM, keep the train on the tracks, as I like to say, go to patreon.com All All right. Time for Boston Emission Songs of the Week. Initiating launch sequence.
10: Boston Emission Songs of the Week.
3: Thank you, Coleman Rogers Photography. Online, colemanrogersphotography.com. This is the pre-Memorial Day weekend edition. I will be off next week. A friend is getting married. Another friend is celebrating their 50th birthday. Oh, and I'm adopting a pug. You heard it here first. Breaking news. All right, number five, Black Helicopter Minstrel. Boston Emissions, Songs of the Week.
0: Number five.
2: dust in the wind Like care before he hits the stage, I'm filled, supposedly looks at pictures of space I got to tear a wall like you said I should, and why do I seem so concerned, our people ain't no good I find the brightest and deadliest little flame and time to in it and lie, but I never said anything right Why you
0: songs of the week
11: (laughs) i can't control your story your science won't solve my heart you can have all your theories love ties us together or tears us apart See?
3: Babes, too cool for pants. They are. They're wicked cool. Number one, Hey Now. Erica Mantone come around from I may have asked for this. A very successful EP release last weekend. Congratulations at the Berman. I saw so many wonderful people I had not seen in a bit, and um it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Motel Black Morning Hum at three. Paper Tigers, a portrait of a scene. They've creeped back into the songs of the week. Look at what you did. Black Helicopter Minstrel rounding up the top five. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. The show airs Sundays at 3 p.m. on Uncertain FM, Mondays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on bumblebeeradio.com. And I share the songs of the week with On the Town with Mikey D, a long-running local music program uh, at Tufts University, WMFO, 91.5. WMFO and online WMFO.org. All right, I'm going to wrap up this here program. The city is alive. We are celebrating live music. People feel more comfortable going out. Be careful. I know that we're not completely at ease from this burden of COVID. We're fortunate to have science on our side. That's all I'll say about that. Be safe. Have a great Memorial Day, long Memorial Day weekend. I will be back in June. If you want to support Boston Emissions, you can. You absolutely can. Go to BostonEmissions.com. There's a PayPal link. There's a Buy Me a Coffee link. Mm, I don't know. Anything helps. It's great just to know that you care. I played some classic numbers. I got those. I didn't play any covers today. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I'll make good next time. Coral Moons, they are part of Boston Calling. They play Saturday. May 28th on the Tivoli Audio Orange stage. Let's wrap up the program. Coral Moons, I feel alive. It's Boston Emissions. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, and the next time I talk to you, I will have a pug.
7: Is zip tie this, this is Zip-Tie Handcuffs. This is worshipper. worshipper. This is Sasha. And this is Chris.
6: And we are When, when Particles, Particles Collide. This is Ward Hayden from Girls, Guns, and Glory. We are Goddamn Tracking.
9: Hey, this is Paul Hansen of the Grown-Up Noise. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Murata from
8: Vanyalands. I am Anne.
0: From, from Harris, Harris Hawk. Hawk. We are
8: Salem Wolves. I am Ruby Rose Fox,
4: and you are listening to Boston Emissions with Angel Woods.